This is a Capricorn FM podcast. So, it's a Wednesday and we're doing Around the World with Tabo Sebastian. And uh, this afternoon, we're going to be flying to the headquarters of Exquisite Chocolate, the headquarters of uh, Luxurious Watches, the headquarters of Football, the headquarters of Corruption. <laughs> as far as tax evasion is concerned, of course, with some offshore banking accounts. Ladies and gentlemen, on Around the World today, we're going to be exploring... The beautiful land of Switzerland. <laughs> How about that? We're going to be zoning in on Geneva, which is a city in the country. Coming up, and uh, I run through some magical facts about the country. And then we're going to be in contact with someone who is actually from there. How about that? It's 22 before 1. The Urban Lunch Experience is on. Now, uh, say you've got millions, right? And uh, some of those millions... You want to save them. You don't want the taxman to get to them. So uh, apparently you open an, an, an offshore account in Switzerland and then you, you deposit money there and uh, your money is, is undetected. Well, that's how the story goes. That's the things we have heard about this beautiful country of Switzerland. But there is more to it. There are other uh, not so bad things about it. And uh, that's what we're zoning in on today uh, on Around the World with Tower Sebastian. We explore Switzerland and I'm about to go through some amazing facts about Switzerland. The president, of course, is uh, Guy Parmelin. <laughs> I got it, man. It's French, by the way. So, uh, yeah, the temptation at first would be to say Guy Pamelin, but it's actually Guy Pamelin. And then uh, the flag colors is red and white, and uh, the capital is Ben. Yeah. And then uh, the languages they speak is very interesting, I gotta say. It's four national languages, right? There's the French, they speak French. And then there's Italian, and then there's German, and then there's Roman. Those are the languages they speak there. And the currency they're using is uh, the Swiss franc. The World Economic Forum is based in Geneva, in Switzerland. As you'd know also uh, in Zurich, but not in, not in Geneva. In Zurich is the FIFA headquarters, right? So uh, there's a lot of things that are native to Switzerland, like the chocolate, right? When you think of Switzerland, you think of chocolate. Yeah, there's also luxury watches as well. So, yeah, we know it for so many beautiful things. The top eight things that uh, they are known for is chocolate, of course. They produce about 180,000 tons of chocolate per year. That's a lot of chocolate. I hope the women there are satisfied. I hope they are happy. But hey, you'd be surprised. So, uh, yeah, uh, about 39%. Uh, of that chocolate is sold in Switzerland and uh, 61% of it is sold abroad. So, uh, yeah, that's a lot of tons of chocolate. The Swiss fondue, uh, pot filled with yummy melted cheese, the one franc coin, which is uh, the Swiss uh, currency as well. The Swiss army is very well trained. Uh, yeah. And uh, there's the famous Swiss army, uh, the Swiss army knife. You've seen it. Uh, I think you've seen it on Rambo. You know Rambo the movie. Yeah, that was the Swiss army knife. There's the Rolex watch. Uh, I'm sure you know about that. It usually sponsors golf events because uh, that's where you find people who can actually afford that watch. And uh, yeah, it's, I think it's uh, one of the most uh, repped about brand of luxury watch, the Rolex. Every rapper 
has spoken about it, including South African rappers. And apparently one of them has a fake one. <laughs> a clue is that he's been on the show three weeks ago. These trains can go almost anywhere. You know? <laughs> they can go anywhere. That's just a few things about Switzerland that I thought I should share with you. And uh, I still got a lot more things to share with you. Now, uh, we have actually had a woman, a remarkable woman, uh, that we got in touch with that will get to tell us about Switzerland. And uh, due to her schedule, we couldn't get to talk to her live on the radio. So uh, we opted. We opted just uh, to have her record a voice note and send it to us just to tell us a few things we need to know about Switzerland. All right. Uh, she's a former diplomat for South Africa and now living and working in Switzerland for the World Economic Forum. And her name is Brioni Kithri. Let's get to know her and Switzerland. Good morning, Tabo, and thank you so much for inviting me to be on your show today. So I ended up in Switzerland kind of in a in going by going the long way around a circuitous route i actually left south africa in 2011 right at the end so called it 2012 to work for the south african government at our consul general in hong kong i got my degree at university of pretoria in politics and then i joined durco it was foreign affairs then now durco and the first posting i got for durco which is an overseas diplomatic post was hong kong and i was very lucky there because i got to work first under consul general tembi tambo and then under Consul General Guala. Really learned a lot from those two formidable ladies. Then I decided to stay there as I met my partner there. And I was then applying for jobs all over the world. And I was very lucky with my history of government experience that I got a job with the World Economic Forum. And that's how I ended up moving to Switzerland. I moved over to Switzerland right at the end of 2019, I landed on. So I've only been here just over a year and I'm based in Geneva in Switzerland, which is where the World Economic Forum is based, right overlooking the beautiful lake that Geneva is famous for. So I didn't move directly to Switzerland from South Africa, but there was a culture shock when I moved to Hong Kong in some respects, obviously different language, different food, but um, all quite wonderful. I think South Africans are very open to new experiences and we have quite diverse cultures and quite diverse food so it's quite easy to adapt wherever you go. I'd say culture shock in some ways between South Africa and Hong Kong coming over to Switzerland. Language, the ability to get by in English is actually much harder here than it was in Hong Kong so I highly recommend anyone coming here take a basic course in French um, or German or Italian. <laughs> Switzerland is interesting in that where you live depends on what language they speak so for me it's French and it's very French the other main thing is that everything is closed on Sundays <laughs> which you don't expect really anymore um, most places especially South Africa you can get something that you need at the shop pretty much any time day or night you need to see a doctor no problem Switzerland everything is closed they have a lot of strict rules about noise going places and making noise after a certain time at night where South Africans, you know, we like to bry late and invite the whole neighborhood. It's not quite as done here. In Switzerland, if it's not the way things are done, it cannot be done. And I think South Africans, perhaps until they leave the country, won't ever really appreciate the extreme value of just make a plan because we always do. And you really won't find that in many places. 
Thank you for now, Madam Guthrie. So, uh, yeah, we, we had connected with South African, uh, South African former diplomat out in uh, Switzerland. That's where she lives now. And uh, she was saying, is telling us uh, all we need to know. And uh, she's working at the World Economic Forum. Brioni Guthrie, that's her name. And uh, I just want to continue the recording. So my number one understanding of why people come to Switzerland is skiing. I haven't done it yet, but I think no experience of Switzerland is complete without learning to ski at some point. So I'd say if you're coming in winter, you definitely want snow. Personally, I would say um, summer. Everything is just beautiful in summer. Everything is green and it's warm. You can swim in one of the many lakes we have across the country. Beautiful hiking. And so if you're outdoors person, it's definitely for that. And uh, wineries. So I I always associated France with wine. I didn't realize quite how big the Swiss wine industry is. It's really um, impressive. There's beautiful wineries almost all over the place. A bit like South Africa, you can visit the winery. You can go into the cave. They call it a cave here. You can try all the different wines with some cheese and then take far too much home with you. So I would recommend all of that. But it's definitely a nature outdoors place. I got here at the beginning of 2020 and everything shut down a few months later. So I think to experience any country during COVID is going to alter the true nature of that experience. Having said that, loads of restaurants here. So Switzerland is surrounded by France, Germany and Italy. So you can of course get French food, German food and Italian food. A load of really good Italian restaurants, which is great. And then a lot of the musical influences. So some of the bigger bands here are French and German. Usually I believe there's loads of outdoor concerts, lots of that kind of cultural thing in the parks and in the public spaces. They have a lot of theater options. Food-wise, the Swiss being an alpine country where people spend a lot of time outdoors and hiking up mountains, you can imagine after that they just want something really high calorie and warm. So the most popular dishes here are fondue and raclette. If you don't know, fondue is basically melted cheese and you melt it up in a pot and then you eat it on bread and on potatoes. Raclette is very similar. They have a huge um, raclette cheese. It's a big round cheese and they melt it and then they scrape the top melted layer onto your potatoes or your bread. Quite different to South Africa. Not a big meat place for example. We, it's too cold most of the year to do brise. But having said that, I think most South Africans enjoy a good bit of melted cheese on a good bit of bread. Switzerland is known for being extremely expensive and the brand to franc um, conversion, currency conversion is not helpful. So it's 16 to 1 at the moment around there and you're looking at about 200 francs a night for a hotel for a sort of a three-star hotel which is about 3,000 rand. So I would say that anyone coming here needs to think very carefully about it. It's beautiful but France is cheaper. I believe Portugal is cheaper. Spain is cheaper. So I feel like I'm being a bit of a traitor to Switzerland right now but it is a very expensive place. You would probably need to be comfortable around five to 700 francs a day depending on how fancy you want to go um so you know you're talking a substantial amount of money the trains are also about 50 francs per trip i haven't done it but i believe ski passes are quite expensive so it's not a cheap option perhaps an option you know if europe is so well connected if you're doing france or germany to spend a day or two in switzerland to do a train ride through it or or something like that but as a south african with spending rand it is a very 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 expensive destination. Mm, there you have it. Thank you very much, uh, Miss Githry. We 
really appreciate your insight in the matter. You, did you hear they eat cheese more than than meat? So yeah, the certain people who wouldn't survive, certain South Africans uh, who wouldn't survive. What are they Yeah, out in Switzerland. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.